programs, thank you for joining us for a very special episode of the Co is G Pod. Joining me as always are my brothers, your favorite good guys, Rob and Ryan. What's up? Hey. We are interrupting your regularly scheduled program to pay our deepest respects to a true legend of cinema, Sir Thomas Sean Connery. But we are not here to mourn his passing. Instead, we are here to celebrate one of his most enduring cult classics and one of our favorite films. Of course, I'm talking about Highlander. This week, we're going to jump straight to the breakdown of this fantastic movie and then have a little roundtable about some of our favorite Sean Connery memories. So let's get to the show. All right, fellas. None of us saw this movie in theaters. No. That is true. I remember watching it many times in our rec room growing up as children. Countless. Oh, yeah. Did we own this movie or we just caught it on television or something? I think one time we taped it off of television. But I don't know if we actually owned it. It was just one we watched, I think, when it was on, or we would rent. I don't think we actually owned it. I don't. I don't think we you had. I don't think tape. we had a copy of Highlander somewhere. I don't. I think it was like when there was nothing. You know, if, if we've got any uh, young listeners out there who don't uh, remember the days of video stores, whenever you go to the video store and like every new release was gone and there was nothing else to watch, Friday we'd nights, been, we'd just rent Highlander again and we'd watch it. I think I feel like it was one of our like. Go to, there's nothing else. We're just going to get Highlander. But, I mean, I could be wrong. It could be something that, like, was taped off of, you know, Aunt Pat's HBO that she yeah, brought over not. and we had. I, I don't think it was one of those collection. I thought, like, one of us had got, like, a blank tape and just recorded it. Like, you know, when we got, like, a free HBO weekend or something like that. Oh, man. That would have that been pretty late then because we didn't get cable to get a free HBO weekend until, what, 89 or 90 i mean that was we were younger uh-huh. than that i think i don't know maybe maybe that's right about then because this came out in what 86 86 yeah so yeah. that could have been that could track i don't know like i could maybe maybe you're right i don't know i just don't feel like i remember having it although we watch it often like yeah, that we watch it our all fingers the time. yeah i don't i don't know i don't know your memory is better than mine so if you think we had yes. an actual now, tape we i probably did. did just because we watched it so much it's pre Braveheart, so it's the the only like a uh, Scottish <laughs> movie out there. Right, right. ten years pre. Uh, yeah, or, you know, we had to wait a little a bit. Decade, right? And, and immediately from the second this movie starts, you get that awesome Queen soundtrack just I mean, kicking in. Oh yeah, the yeah. Queen is great. Like, the Queen is great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that opening yeah. song, like ah, uh, Princes of the Universe, great song. Yeah, yeah. there you go. It's, it's fantastic. It's not on my iPod, but it definitely should be. Like, it's it's a mistake on my part that I don't have that song. Yeah, I mean, Queen has been yeah. stuck in my head, you know, since watching this again, pretty much nonstop. Uh-huh. Especially like, Who Wants to Live Forever? I mean, you just... uh, that's a great song too. <laughs> Absolutely, those those two are probably the the the, the sweet spot. Of the, I mean, it's all good, but those two are the yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. From the, yeah. Uh-huh. Apparently, they were only. I, I contracted to do one song and then yeah, I guess that. Yeah. saw the movie and then said, Oh, we're going to do a whole album. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Cause they were and so impressed them. how awesome this movie is. Yeah. yeah. And this is a Canon film, which uh, I can't believe this is the first Canon film we've done on this podcast. Cause it, it's, um, 
other other canon films that are in the bag Bloodsport, masters of the universe yeah. mm-hmm. seen both of those uh, over the top oh, i've seen that okay okay <laughs> yeah missing in action Woo! bunch of classics i mean death just, wish uh, like one through four certain certain brand of entertainment you've got going there yeah for sure uh-huh uh-huh uh cobra mm. like there's some good shit like canon really got the the keys to a young reagan's heart yeah <laughs> by just putting so much stuff out and just hoping they had a hit and then they would make like 18 sequels off of that like uh you guys remember the american ninja series like mm-hmm. they did that yeah I don't, I don't think I ever saw one of those, but I remember the, the series. They're I feel like great. we saw one. I mean, it, we I, had we've, seen. I think we've seen one and two, probably. You'd probably be like, oh, I remember this. It's not great. I, maybe maybe if I go back and watch it, I'll still like American Ninja series. Or maybe yeah. it would just be, you know, a white guy culturally appropriating another culture. Well, sure <laughs> it won't happened. hold up as well. I'm, I'm sure a lot of that's happening in American Ninja part one and two but anyway canon films was awesome and they put this movie out and as soon as i saw the the canon films logo i thought to myself oh now all the highlander sequels make sense to me Mm. because it's canon they don't plan ahead out more than one movie have you seen anything past two the quickening i mean did you did you invent there's four right i I read that game yeah, I've cool. seen Endgame was the last one I saw. I remember doing, that was. I say they're doing another one, right? I heard that, or I think maybe looking for this while I was watching. They're trying to do. That's what I, I thought. I read that somewhere. I, they're the, trying to do a fifth. This has been like in reboot hell for a long time. It's probably well, going to stay there. Did you watch the series? I didn't watch the series. I, didn't I watched parts of the series. I watched I a bunch of the series. Good, bad, like, eh, it's fine. It, it, it's probably a product of its time now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's probably like watching like Hercules or Xena. Well, I remember it being good. It, it didn't have Connor McCloud in it. I know it had the uh, um Duncan McCloud. Duncan McCloud. Well, that sounds familiar. Maybe I saw an episode or two of that. You've definitely. It was on uh, UPN back in the day. I tell you, all I remember, honestly, and, you know, I thought I remember this movie pretty well from, you know, watching it. And I, I remembered a lot of parts. There's stuff I don't remember at all. I, I remember watching The Quickening and thinking it was terrible, but I don't think I watched three or four. or And I didn't remember watching the series, but now that you say Duncan, it brings back memories like I did watch. Like, I, I might have watched some kind of maybe since yeah, well, one of it or something or, or I mean, pumped up I, against one episode or something. I, because I, I, maybe you did see Endgame because Duncan does show up in Endgame and uh, spoilers for Endgame kill Connor. <laughs> yeah, I saw two and for some reason to fight spite two went back for three. Yeah. And I don't uh-huh. think I watched anything after that. I mean, that's the, the, Ramirez, the, the warrior who gets trapped underground. The Ramirez appear in three. I mean, do they keep bringing no. him back? Or did they, no, they, they, no he, was just, he, was done, he was out after two, after the okay. shit show that I mean, was two. As everyone should have been. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It should not have been more than one movie. No. No, because, oh. I mean, we'll jump to the end real quick. Uh, Connor wins, becomes the, the last immortal alive. Right. Becomes mortal, 
and becomes mortal. Children. So he's, but you know what? He's never immortal. I don't know why they keep using the word immortal. I just, he can die. Well, he can, he can only die be, one way. So is that immortal or is that mortal? I mean, it's not like sure. If you could only die by eating cockroaches, just don't eat cockroaches and you live he, forever. He must say a thousand times, I'm immortal. I can't die. But he, I, I mean, I guess if I had one way to die, I wouldn't want to broadcast it to everybody anyway. Oh, true. Like, yeah. yeah like, unless my head's cut off, then I can right. die. He but, was know. pretty close to immortal. Right, right. <laughs> just, I know. Would it be better if he said that? I, you know, no, I, I, I'm I pretty know. close to immortal. Is Mostly like, immortal. Right. Like, I, I think there's got to be a better term for it. He said, I'm immortal. I can't die. But he knows he can. I mean, it was, it was a little bit weird to me. That's all. Like, I mean, if I had a nickel for every time someone, an immortal character was killed in a movie, I'd be a rich man. <laughs> if they were actual, you know, immortals, the movie would be pretty boring. They'd just go around stabbing each other for no reason and no yeah. one would ever die. Well, they pretty much could do that. I mean, if they wanted to, just mess with you. I mean, if if they just made a pact to never win, you know, with the quicker uh, the the gathering came, another gathering, yeah. by the way. I was like, uh-huh. oh my god! <laughs> Every I'm, turn, I'm surprised we didn't remember this out. when we were talking about the gathering previously. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about ICP on another podcast. People are going to think I'm like a huge fan or something of this. Uh As soon as I heard the gathering, I was like, oh, here we go again. The juggalos are coming out. Yeah, but if you just, unless the gathering, like, you go crazy and you have to want to kill somebody, like, just make a pact, just live forever, stab each other a bunch of times, just kind of make a deal. You know, like, they never really explain there can be only one, but there's never a timetable. It's been 440. Some of them, it's been like. Well, I, I think the Kurgan was running around the world killing immortals. Yeah. Why? Because he wants the power to unleash darkness on the world. Ramirez tells other, you this. If all the other, you know, immortals wanted to take out Kurgan early on and just take him out, gang up on him, kill him. Then they could always because all the rest seemed cool. Well, I guess Sunglass Guy didn't seem too cool with everybody. He was out yeah. for blood pretty early. Yeah. The rest of them all seemed like and bros. Like they could have like this, Yeah, they could have had like these. Uh, you know, three four immortals just live forever. Especially you found out the prize you're going to die. But I mean, I guess you're tired of living after 447 yeah, years. You're bored. Right, watching everybody around you die and you know taking in wayward children and stuff. But you know, so I'm getting I, way ahead. If you want to go down the uh, well, the I. I have a quick question about immortals in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So are they they just stop being born or are new mortals made all the time? They never really said they're separated uh-huh. by hundreds of thousands of years. And they, then Ramirez calls him a brother, like there's some kind of how it was related, but they never they never make an effort to explain it. And I think if they tried to explain it, it would just fall flat and you know Uh huh. Well, see, not me, but anyways, Highlander two, you know, right, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't go well. I mean, nothing in here does a real great job of explaining anything, or you know, it's just kind of like this is what it is. Deal with it, right? You fill in the blanks, and that's fine. I guess. I guess you're not supposed to think about it too much. It's just he's an immortal. They have swords. They have to cut each other's heads off. Like it, it's an hour and a half. Like stop thinking about shit. Because right. like <laughs> this movie opens up on a wrestling match. Brian, did you yes. recognize any of these wrestlers? No, I didn't. I, so let me tell you. That's so first after you didn't the long recognize credits, the fabulous Michael no, Hayes. No, and the Freebirds. So the Freebirds. I looked at it, and when they had that 
fucking battle flag draped across their back. I was like, dear God, tell me this is not a real rat. So I went right to Google and I the was like, fuck, birds are a real they thing. are uh-huh. a real thing. I was uh-huh, like, uh-huh. God damn, what a world. I, I, I believe they're part, they're biggest in a uh, Crockett wrestling, I think before WCW bought them. Yeah, I was going to say, they were the other... It, it, it's pre our time yeah. of watching wrestling. I mean, Michael wasn't Hayes it, wasn't. Wasn't it the AWA that was it? It, yeah, might, it might have been it AWA. AWA. I read somewhere yeah. it, was at the, it was an AWA match. Yeah. I, I think they were bought by I read, You probably read the show. same thing I did because I was watching their prime, so I was watching some of the, whatever they call that, rundown yeah. thing, and they said they wanted it to be yeah. a hockey game, which I found. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Chell said no. No, because they told him they were gonna like accentuate fighting, and they said no, we're yeah, not gonna let and you do violence. It. He's like, no. Yeah, I'm but shocked. They, the NHL said no. Right. Why is well, Connor at this game or at this this uh, match? Well, I'm because they, they zoom in on his face, and he is not having a great time at the wrestling match. Again, the dude's been alive for 447 years or whatever. Yeah, I don't think anything could excite him. He's just trying to feel fucking something, man. I mean, he's he's. You've seen the shit he's been through. There is, I mean, uh-huh. there's nothing. I mean, he'd just be going around beating up people just to feel something. I mean, he's he's trying, but he just can't he can't get it. I, there's no reason why he's there. He's not dealing any an, antiques or anything while he's there. He even calls the wrestling shitty later when he's being interrogated by the cops, right? Like, so did he think he was going to a hockey game? Like, he just won tickets to Madison Square Garden and was like, oh, fuck, it's wrestling. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming he was there to maybe see if he could use his spidey sense and feel any other mortals because he was prepared to fight. Well, aren't, well, they're uh, drawn, they're drawn to, to each other, aren't they? Right, right, that's right. So do they know that the quickening is the quickening a calendar date or is it like just their spidey senses? You're talking about the gathering or the quickening? The gathering. Sorry, the gathering. Yeah. Excuse me. The quickening is what you get when you kill right. an immortal. The right. quickening, quickening is that other vague yes. thing that they the don't lightning. really explain. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> No, so the gathering, excuse me, is it like they're just like they're just like building up? Is it like the seven year thing with Spock? Like they know it's coming. They feel it coming. They uh, got to say it. Um, call it by his name. Ponfar. All right. <laughs> you know, Don't I, be an I, asshole. <laughs> Don't be an asshole and disrespect the entire race of people. I know, I did, no disrespect to the Vulcans <laughs> that may be listening <laughs> out there. A fictional race of people. OK. Right. Yeah, like you just shout on all of Vulcan. Yeah, uh, uh, that happened, yeah. you know, like, um, yeah, is it like that where they know it's coming? Is it is it every hundred years? Is it and he's just no, no. knows it's coming, so he's going to. I don't think places. so. There's one guy. It's just like that, like a like a building hunger that's you know just happened. They say it's good. It's like um, Sean, uh, Ramiro says it's not going to be for a while. We're going to be drawn to a faraway land. Okay. Which happens to be New York City. Right. In Jersey, I think they flip flop back and forth. In Long Island, I think Long Island was the last scene. You know, like, but, you know, New York metro area seems to be the the place to be. So I don't know why you'd be at the, the a wrestling event or a hockey. You know, it just doesn't make any Well, wrestling events are a lot of fun to go to, Ryan. Right. I mean, but if you knew the equipment is coming, you're trying to you'd be in a public place. So maybe that's. I don't think you'd Look, want to be drawn to a public place. You'd want to be out in the open somewhere. You know, you'd probably well, want to be outside of land so you could jump yeah. right back in if you felt in danger. Like, oh, I'm in a church. You know, just wait outside. Oh, the, the, a, that'd be such a dick move. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, I'm in the graveyard. What happened? Holy man. Holy man. Yeah. And then just run out and hit you in the head with a sword. What a dick. 
that's not the honor system of the the rules that who made up these rules by the way there and i mean how did he even know that ramirez told him to him that's one of my like he's like i'm in holy ground and ramirez taught you this he's like how the fuck do you know what ramirez taught me you know like <laughs> and it's, it's just a respect thing i'm seriously surprised that kurgan even respected that right I mean, because he didn't respect anything else about that church. But again, we've yeah. jumped ahead 400 scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, yeah, he leaves the rest of that. She goes to the garage. And, you know, he's walking around and he pulls a samurai sword. Yeah, where did he have that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he steps on a can and yeah. he's looking around. But he pulls that sword out. And I was like, where did he have that in his coat while he was sitting down at the wrestling match? It's I'm assuming that, that thing collapses like an umbrella yeah. or some yeah. shit that you don't see. Because anytime that's I mean, his why jacket, not? Like, You know, the Kurgan uh, had one he could take apart. Why he could, you know, uh, over 400 years have developed a nice pop-out one. I mean, he's going to fuck up that 400-year-old sword. It, that's <laughs> not that? more that he got that by security. Yeah. So, no, you know, this was the 80s and, now. Come on. Yeah, pre-9-11. Also, if you had a gun, could you just shoot an immortal in the head? Like if I had the the Gatling gun from Jesse the Body and Predator, could I just shoot a head off and would they die? Yeah, if you're like trying like you're at the fair and you're trying to blow all those holes in the little star with the BB gun. Like if you did that (laughs) enough with the neck, I mean, they die. It's got to be a full sever. If there's one little piece, he's still alive. Right. That's why they prefer sword. All right. I just said no. Because I, I mean, it's we're getting ahead. We'll jump there. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So the so guy with the glasses shows up. Uh huh. Got his little uh um. Zeal. Yeah. His Indigo Montoya sword. Yeah, which I was trying to remember the name of that sword, but I can't think of what it's called. But yes, the the. And they fight and instantly, yeah, a raper. Uh, and then, um. Sparks are flying out of those swords every time uh-huh. they they hit. Yeah. Because it looks yeah. cool, man. It looks cool, you know. <laughs> but I was like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, I guess it's... You I don't guess attach it's car batteries to your swords. Yeah, well... Yeah. I, I, but is that part of the quickening before, like, even when they get close <laughs> enough and their stores start hitting, that, like, electricity it, comes out of them? Or it, was it simply it apparently because... Apparently is, because there was electricity cool. coming out of people in different scenes and they were not crossing swords just randomly. I mean, there's electricity all over the place. There's water all over the place. Uh-huh. For some, you know, for some reason, the sprinkler heads go off in this garage, which I still can't tell you because there, there's not that much. Don't heat they go anywhere. after the quickening? No, they go yeah. before that, right? It's before, cause they're in the water. Let me see. I made. Yeah. It doesn't, the, um, the, like the water, something and knocks them off or sets them off. Doesn't he? If, yeah, he, I, he hits like something on the wall. Why do those sprinkler heads go off? I, you know, no, there's no heat. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just say he hits something and, and they go why, off. Why would all of them go off? You know, it's just one of those movie things that always bugs me with sprinklers. But also, it's a shit ton of water. It, it, you know, it's not. It's And then he does those backflips. Why the oh, fuck? That, I was like, I, what? I mean, what is he doing? I, it was just like, we have a stunt double that can do gymnastic backflips. We got to throw this in. <laughs> like, I, yeah. was, also, I was waiting for him to stick the disc out and put his hands up in the air at the end for, for whatever. It was. It made no sense. I mean, it made yeah. no sense. Also, he swings a sword at McLeod, barely misses him, hits a, a thing. And then all of a sudden, he has no idea where McLeod is. Yeah. Like several times throughout this fight. He's very, and then McLeod's yeah, all of a sudden sneaky. running at him from 20 feet away. <laughs> very sneaky. Yes. I mean, I don't know if you guys have watched Community. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a 
There's a season six episode. It's the the last paintball one they do. Okay. And I didn't realize that they lifted this garage scene, and it's their opening between two characters. Like, oh, from Highlander? almost shot for shot. Yeah, except they use paintball guns. It's like the paintball gun gets stuck under the car, and somebody has to like if the glasses oh, one fall guy on the ground behind it, and the guy with the glasses does like a weird flip over the hood of the car, and then the guy's gone. It's a season six episode. episode the, best. Uh, it, the spy one's my favorite. It, it was great, but anyway, back to Highlander. Yes. Yeah. So dude's beheaded. Right. You know, he, he's done. You get the quickening. The cars all start. Oil's shooting out of them. Windshield wipers are going. And then McCloud runs away, and instead of just hiding the sword in his little trench coat, he throws it up onto, like, a light fixture or some kind of pipe support or something. Well, I mean, it's real smart. He knows he's going to get caught. Yeah, yeah, obviously, every cop in New York City is on the way there. I don't know why. Oh, my God, yes. So many police. Yeah. It's apparently right next to the police station. Yeah. Uh, So when he gets out, they're like, you know, he immediately resists arrest. They have nothing on you, man. Just say, I'm um, going home. Right. But then after and again, we're going to jump ahead a little bit here. He's being interrogated. You know, like they say, eventually he asks, are you being arrested? And they're like, oh, no, we got nothing on you. He's assaulted he just two assaulted officers like, at that point. Like, yes. like, <laughs> Look, man, 80s like, New Yorks was basically the purge, man. All right. There's no way he was leaving jail that yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, no chance. No fuck, chance. I know he's white, but shit. I mean, there's no way he's leaving. He's there. white and rich, man. He's out of there. I mean, no lawyer or nothing yet. And they're like, oh, we don't have anything to hold him on. What? So it's before we get to before we get to arrested, we've got to do our first Scottish flashback to the. Oh yeah. You know, and I I really love transitions in this movie. Are you being serious? I'm serious. I like them. Oh, yeah. I was just checking. I couldn't tell from your note. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed the transitions in yeah. this movie. Maybe they're was, simple. I don't know. I like them yeah. a lot. Oh, I thought they were fine. I just for some reason in your tone, I thought you were being you, you were being a mean. No, you were like, oh serious. fuck, that's transitions. Uh, that's no, a, no, no. I, I thought I was talking to myself for a second instead of you. So I just had to clarify that you actually liked them. That's all. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's a scotch. I don't know. But this sounded like you didn't like it. <laughs> oh, scotch was a bad idea for this podcast. <laughs> so here we are in the year 1536. That's right. They're riding into battle. That's one heck of a Scottish accent your guy puts on, by the way, your boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds very Scottish. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's doing the best he could. When he got this role, he spoke very little English. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, no English. I like, thought, few no, more. I read, like, it was, it, like. It's, he did another movie but he, before this where he has a few lines in English. He speaks very little English. So, yeah. And I, I get he did a fucking great job in this movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think he did fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, is the Scottish accent perfect? No. Uh-huh. He's doing his best. I I, I understand. So he he says goodbye to his girlfriend. They say they protect him. He goes in the battle. You see Kurgan up on the hill. Looking Uh, badass. Looking badass. They start to fight, and no one will fight me. Why will nobody fight me? (laughs) Everybody instantly knows that he's Connor McLeod. The boy is mine, he said. The boy is mine. Like, they knew which boy. (laughs) Connor has not died yet. How does the Kurgan even know? They're drawn to each other. Okay, he's drawn to a person and he knows, oh, I know Connor McLeod. I gotta go get him. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's not like a Highlander phone book or a mortal phone book. When he's up on that cliff, he gets struck by the quick quickening lightning or it comes near him and he's like, oh, now I, I know everything about this guy, right? Like, <laughs> sure. I mean, if you try to explain this movie, you're going to start sounding like me yeah, hating yeah, okay. on everything. Gonna, so you I'm can't not. try to explain There's it. You're going to join me over here, and then Reagan's going to get all mad. So you can't try to, uh-huh. you can't, you can't try to figure it out. You can't. Abruptly. Yeah. And it's going to become a one-man show of fuck those guys. This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be you and, like, a ventriloquist puppet. We're just like, yeah, this movie's great. <laughs> like, that's uh-huh. be. <laughs> I'll be like, thank you, Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> what movie should we do next week? Any movie you want to do, boss. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And so my only note was that the battle scene is is why do these people just fuck around? He stabs him in the stabs him through and is like having a great old time. Just cut his head off. Be done with it. <laughs> why are you fucking around with it? I mean, have what? you seen his yeah, armor? The guy likes a show. Yeah. You have to say the words also, or it doesn't count. Right, I, but that's not true because we've seen other people cut off heads and not already. We you saw sunglasses. You could have whispered it, like you could say right. it to yourself, be like, "There could be only one," right. and then do it real quick. You know, <laughs> no, he made a big show of it because there's a big battle going on. When it's just two dudes in an alley, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So he says next time, McLeod, and then we flashback to New York and this is where he's arrested leaving the garage you know like all the cops in New York City come to the mouth of that garage and right and they're looking at the dead body did you notice how many Baltimore Orioles hats were in this crowd I did I got the note about the O's hat I mean it must have been like like a must have been a crew from Baltimore involved in the project they were just letting use because I I saw a couple of them it might have been the same guy a few times but no uh, I saw two different guys I saw a black gentleman and a white gentleman yeah (laughs) but they were both had the same hat on and I was like no were the O's playing in this weekend? Or? Well, I mean, I, I would say they were good, but they weren't good. That was, you know, 83 was their World Series, and then 88 was, like, yeah. their worst year. So it was, like, yeah, somewhere in between. I thought 87 was the uh, – isn't that the, the Cal Senior year? I thought 88 was, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, they were headed in the wrong direction. You know, it's right before Johnny Hicks comes in. I'm not going to pretend like I knew their record in 86. I can look it up, but I don't know. But maybe they're still riding off. When it was filmed, they were still riding that World Series uh, win, you know. Those fans are loyal. We yeah. saw it Cal. Cal was relatively young. In 80, I mean, it was, Cal it was in his third year in 86. So. <laughs> right, right, right. so I don't know. He probably was like 24 years old. Yeah. And maybe Jim Palmer was still playing. Yeah. Actually, I think Steady he Eddie. Yeah. Eddie yeah. was there. Actually, yep. no, Eddie might have left. Mickey probably left. Are we talking 86? Yeah. Oh, now you're looking it up. I mean, if I you're going to sit here talk, we're going to go O's roster. We might as well look it up, right? I, like, I where, do think that's the year we traded for Brady. In the garage, there are two guys in the, in the background where in the, uh, crime the scene? Or- yeah, yeah, in the crime scene, basically, because everybody's just there. <laughs> I, I, I like, don't know why. This is the busiest crime scene I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like, there's yeah. so many people there. Yeah, and you didn't notice the two guys wearing Orioles hats? I did not, no. Maybe they were supposed it's, to be together, those two guys, you know, like they'd come up you know and watch let's wrestling. Go up and watch, let's go yeah. watch the Freebirds up north. Yeah. And Steady Eddie was still on the team. Eddie Murray, Reggie Jackson, Cal Ripken, Mike Flanagan. Like, Reggie Jackson? Like, the Reggie Jackson? I mean, that's what's coming up on here. Google, I'm looking right now. He played for us in 86? I thought he played for us earlier. 
No, that so, was that was a Google mistake because you pulled up. I don't see him on the, the roster. So okay. But. Or it's just a guard, a different Reggie Jackson. Yeah, but it's not. There's no Reggie Jackson on the the roster oh, here. Okay. You look there. Rick Dempsey. Storm Davis. I think it's a little early for Storm Davis. Storm Davis is on there. He's there. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good roster right there. You know, thank you for tuning into O's Chat. 1986, which uh, what was their record in 1986 before we close up shop here, Ryan? Oh, I'm going to have to pull it up because I just pulled up the roster. Let me see. 86. Oh, I figured you had it all right there before we get back to Scotland. Mm-hmm. All right, no, we're going to the interrogation. 73 and 89. This is not doing it. You're not a wild card. You're nothing. I mean, there's no wild card then. They finished seventh in the American League East. Yeah, that sounds about right. Where we had to Detroit? You keep asking me to pull more information that I'm not looking. Don't look it up. I'm just, it, no, Detroit was third care. at 87. <laughs> just so you know, just if you want to, if you want to line it up. Sparky Anderson Detroit team. Don't click on it. I'm just fucking around. Stop clicking okay. on shit. Right, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh, we keep I mean, going. Sparky Anderson was the manager of the 86 I'm Detroit Tigers. Shit. <laughs> if you can tell me what number Sparky Anderson wore on his manager jersey, I'll be very impressed. So with that, eleven. You were close. I mean, uh, it was half of the year. So. remember he was old as fuck. Even in like 1986, he was old as hell. Anyway, done with baseball chat for today. Thanks for joining us. You know, like, subscribe, do all that great stuff to. <laughs> Because nothing <laughs> says honoring Sean Connery like talking yeah. about the 1986 Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault. They put two separate incidents of an Orioles baseball cap in it, worn by two different people. They're just asking for you to talk about it. That's right. They are. Like, as far as we know, Sean Connery was a fan. I mean, we didn't. <laughs> that would warm my heart. I would be very happy to hear that, that he was into those. Let's just start that rumor. Yeah. <laughs> we lost lifelong Orioles fan Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Today. I mean, he. I. I've heard he had also hates the stupid cartoon bird, and oh. he was much more fan of the the mid '90s logo, the Messina era uh, era, as we Messina talked earlier. Era. That's right. It's a great logo. It's the best mm-hmm. one they've ever had. But we're in the interrogation room in Highlander. Well, we kind of we skipped. So we just got to the arrest. We really went to the scene. This is where he got arrested. It's like, don't move, pal. Don't even breathe. Then they go back to Scotland because this is where he dies or should be dying. He's on his deathbed. That's a that's an important scene. We kind of can't gloss over because that's where everybody turns on him like a fucking dime in a second. Like. God damn, I don't want to I don't want to have an injury in Scotland and then get better real quick because then everybody I love is going to beat the shit out of me and call me a fucking witch well, and kill me. He does have although I mean he has a short sword shoved through his stomach. But apparently if you get stabbed in the stomach by the Kurgan, you live. Yeah, cuz they Cause look the at that marine up in the air. <laughs> and he lived and he's like, "Oh, that was terrifying." <laughs> and he's fine. I don't know how that marine lived. He was in the the hospital. He was in the I mean, hospital. He might be fine. We'll see what happens to him. Oddly enough, his bandage was still bleeding while he was in the hospital. I'm not sure why they didn't change that direction. An eight foot sword ran right, right through him. Yeah. Of course so I'm assuming they do some surgery or some shit. They didn't just bandage him up and throw him in a fucking hospital bed. But that's just that's just I mean that's what I would think. I mean I I get you it know, in you know, you know 1536 Scotland. 
I don't get it in 1986 New York. I, I'm just, I was just surprised to see right. the bandage bleeding. Speaking of the Marine, did either of you recognize him from the Star Wars franchise? No. He, he's um the snowspeeder pilot who finds Luke Skywalker. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like Echo oh, Base, I found them. Repeat, Rogue, I found them. Rogue 2. Oh, yeah, Rogue 2. I, I, I cheated because I was looking through the cast. And his IMDb photo is that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just recognize his picture. Do you think he wore that, like, Russia shirt, Russian shirt that he was wearing in this movie underneath yeah, under, his, uh, yeah. like, snowspeeder uh, flight suit? Do you think it was under there? I think he had one that's just, you know, you replace Russia with Empire. Right. <laughs> or Palpatine, you know. He's yeah. very anti-Palpatine. Is this when he's getting out of town or he's being forced out of town? I should say. Well, this is where they were going to kill him, but then he gets let loose and he just, he, they leave him in the shackles. He runs away and then it flips back. Yeah. He gets saved by, saved by, uh, what's his face from Braveheart. Yeah. The, the, the he, dude that can only play this, this Scottish role. I mean, he looked exactly the same. I was That's like, this must be the same dude. He left here after, like, because he let the, he let McLeod go. Yeah. They kicked him out, and then he went to, to fight beside Will Will Wallace. Uh, yeah, he joined up with Will Wallace after right. this. And then he, he eventually ends up, you know, Game of Thrones on the wall. Was he on the wall? Got, he was uh, I mean, Lord I'm Commander sure of the I, Night's Watch for a while. In the first six seasons? Yeah. Then I saw him there. I just don't remember. Unless I'm thinking of the wrong guy. No, I think he wasn't. I, I didn't. I mean, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. 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 But it, like the 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 two roles, just because of the historic Scottish, you know. Yeah, they're both the Scottish. It, it was like there was no question that with the guys who just be like, oh, this is the same dude, right? Like it's it's no question. It's like, I want to pretend it is now. Yeah. Um, start to think I'm thinking of the wrong guy, but move on, move on. Yeah. So anyways, we're back. This is when we're back in NYC. We really see the O's hat. We're introduced to Brenda, the forensic uh, lady with the, you know, the cops are making jokes over a beheaded guy. Like, do you know what the cause of death is? And, you know, this is the worst crime scene. And and then when she shows up, one of the guy who uh, I forget the actor's name, he's in the Drew Carey show. He's like, you're looking good, Brenda. I know, man. Let like, the, the, Brenda do her goddamn job. This movie's awful for that kind of shit. Like, uh-huh. uh, well, I mean, it does not portray New York City cops well, but uh, no, probably, probably, I, you know, I don't know, but I mean, so she finds the one store, then they go back to the police station, and that's where they're interrogating him. You know, and, and they ask him, ask him if he's gay in a very aggressive way. Where right. I was like, oh, yeah, where's that like, come from? Yeah, like he, he, first they they ask him what that was or what this was. He's like a sword, and they, you know he just answered him with direct questions. Like, yeah. and then yeah, that one cop just goes, you know, again with that aggressive Are way. And thinks, a, yeah, super you know, aggressive. Where right. it jumps out at you, and you're yeah. like, oh no, no, I don't like this. And I was like, where did that That's- come from? And he's like, you killed, you basically beheaded the guy because. You, you you got a BJ and you didn't want to pay. I was like, wow, this is just this is a, a leap. Like I'm assuming you're just trying to get some anger out of him, but it was just it was odd. And that's when, you know, his the second cop he assaults <laughs> before they let him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a three strike policy. Everyone knows that. As long as he didn't hit another <laughs> cop on his way out, he's gonna right. go. 
He assaulted, uh, I guess, the same one twice, so I guess maybe it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah that doesn't count. What's the car? Yeah, so maybe maybe the other cops just don't like that fucking cop, and they're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, you can assault what? him all you want. We want to do it, too. You know, like, we, we're turning back on this guy. Then, yeah, and so I, he goes right back to the garage. To get it, like, right away. To get it sorted. But There's no one we get left there, behind. There's no forgot. tape or anything. Yeah, yeah, they're not still working on the crime scene, but you forgot we got to go to the hotel first where we see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kurgan. It, it's real quick about that that garage. Okay. You remember how all the cars were basically destroyed by the quickening? They got them out real quick. They, they clean that. They yeah, clean that they out. Got all the there's no broken glass everywhere. There's no like oil on the ground. But anyway, we go to this super classy hotel, which I imagine is where Kurgan would stay. You know, would like yeah. better. Of course. I mean, uh, also, Kurgan played by the the wonderful Clancy Brown. And basically, he's got a lot of money, so they they tend to him. Candy comes over. I don't I don't remember him asking for candy. The hotel clerk says he can get him hookers and he can get him blow. So you, you need know. to see him on the phone asking for a hooker. No, or you can watch thought, him doing his cool sword stuff. I thought maybe maybe there was a gap in there. I didn't feel like we had a gap. He went in the room, he started assembling his sword, and the next thing you know, Candy's at the door. And I was like, he didn't ask for candy. I mean, obviously, he probably enjoyed candy, but yeah. I just thought it was strange that Candy just are. showed up. What? I said, of course you are. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a good line. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, so... <laughs> You know, I just thought that was odd that she just showed up for whatever reason. But yeah, he he assembles a sword and gets ready. Then you get Brenda and your your clean garage scene, and Brenda's using a metal detector to find sword particles. Uh, sword uh, particles, which wouldn't work. Uh, but that's okay. Because, well, my my, why wouldn't they check that that gash in the? They're bad cops. They're bad cops. They're bad cops, and she's a bad. Why would the forensic lady come back to it? Like the forensics still should have been there working. The, like like they'll come back. Like everyone knows forensics. Like you've watched CSI, they show up like five ten minutes, and they're like, "All right, we gotta leave. Let's shut this shit down." And they leave, and then they go find the bad guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know how long it's supposed to be, but you're, it was just too clean. Like you said, it was crazy. So then he follows Brenda to the bar. Right, and she orders a, a big drink. Right, and he asks her if she's been to the garden, right? Like, yeah, which is a you know, weird thing. She comes over and talks to him. As she's leaving, he calls her Brenda. Brenda. Yeah, I was like, how the fuck do you know her name? <laughs> I, mean, I would be terrified he, if I met I mean, a he came off a bar. so creepy, didn't he? Uh-huh. Where did yeah, he learn yeah, her yeah. name? Where did he learn her name? Because before that he point, had he had her he book. Had her book. So you're telling me he recognized this chick from the dust jacket of a book he read. And, uh, I mean, this guy, he's learned he's been alive 447 look, fucking years. How many uh, books has he goddamn read? Is that just happened to be the one that was on his counter and he found her like Maybe he likes that and some there's shit? no internet yet and he had to have something to, you know, man time with. And that was his favorite uh. book. I mean, that just doesn't make him look bad. That makes him bad. I mean, that's that's. I mean, it'd be better if they explained like if the bartender called her Brenda or said, "Oh, can I open a tab? Let me get a card." Oh, Brenda. Okay, well, you know, something there, or just not use her fucking name there. It just it was bad. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's it's real fucking way. creepy. It's real fucking creepy. 
And this is like uh, they're walking out together, and this is when Kurgan shows up. Well, they walk out. He he wants to walk her home. She doesn't let him. He they do walk oh, out. Oh, he's so, following. Oh yeah, her. she follows him. She follows right. Yeah, and then because they, well, does she? He think she's actually gonna let him walk her home? She she doesn't know this guy. <laughs> I think this shit's worked for him in the past, and he's just going back to an old trusted play where he just calls everyone Brenda or every woman he meet Brenda. And it's going to work one of these one, days. Yeah, one in a hundred, it will work. He's got 400 and something years of just trying it. <laughs> like, that uh, shit's probably worked at least twice for him. But uh, is this the first time he's fought Kirkin again since, since 1536? Yeah, since, I believe so. That's bananas. Why wouldn't the Kirkin hunt for him? <laughs> he's got other people to hunt. Uh, yeah, they never really say how many other immortals, if you want to use that word, there were. There could be thousands of them, as far as we know. He had a lot to work to do, right? That's true. But, like, he he's in proximity to one who's injured. I, I, again, I... He walked into that stupid village and been like, oh, I'm here, and murdered everyone in this village. Right. They were, also, the village... when they take him away from Connor, three guys just carry him away. Huh. And he's like, oh, I guess this is over for 400 years. Right, which he could kill all of them right there. It didn't make sense. Yeah. And... Once he got back to the village and they're all calling him Witcher and everything, they they just they'd hold him down while he cut his head off. If he came, like, yeah, go ahead, take, take him out, right? Like you're doing us a favor. So I have no idea. Yeah, you know, maybe there's something with the that if you fail once, you've got to wait a certain amount of time before you can attack again. In a certain amount of time, I mean 420 years. I, you know, I, I don't know, but maybe there's something there. So this is when you know they start fighting. She beats him with a pipe. All of a sudden, this police helicopter shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, he's on the spot. Tells him the cloud freeze. As soon as he moves, they're like, "Wait, where are you going?" Yeah, it was such an odd choice to have a police chopper there. I feel without any uh-huh. other, you know, yeah. like chase yeah. or they're, anything. They're just all patrolling, shining lights on there people. Are. You know, yeah, it was god awful. Right. I was like, "What is this?" Like. What is this movie for? Like, I, I just, I didn't understand. They're like, look, we only have the chopper for a day. Let's just throw it in the scene. Yeah, <laughs> but they could have, they wanted to have that whole playing chicken car chase scene later just to have a car chase scene. They could have, like, blended those two fucking scenes together and then had the cops chasing them in the helicopter over top. It would have made a lot more fucking sense if they wanted to use the, you know, like, it, it, the helicopter there made zero sense. And the response made even less sense. And then they're just like, oh, oh well, we lost them. Hey, come back, right? Like, like, okay. I, I think McLeod's just under constant surveillance. That's the, that's the only thing that makes sense. With a helicopter? With a helicopter? Yeah. yeah. So you say they, they, they let him out of the police station, and they're just like, hey, uh-huh. let's just put a helicopter following this guy through the cities of New York, because that's going to be an uh-huh. efficient way with all those tall buildings to find him. Okay, all right. You can fly in between the buildings. Can you? You, you don't think that's going to cause any kind of thing. panic if they're flying the police helicopter through skyscrapers? It's pre-9-11. They're not as freaked out by that stuff. New Yorkers have seen everything. They'll tell you all the time. We've seen it all. Doesn't Godzilla hide between the buildings and uh, Godzilla? Don't they lose him for a second? Yeah, but I, I don't think this is a in this universe Godzilla had been there before. I don't think this 
<laughs> but you don't know. I don't for sure. I cannot say that Godzilla is not. I don't not know why you're, you're disapproving of my theories. He, he could have been one of the other immortals that Kurgan had to take out in that 500 years between these battles. Maybe well, him, Gamera, Mothra. Five. Uh, I would love to see Kurgan versus Godzilla. Maybe all of them were there. Rodan. I, I don't know. Maybe Kurgan had to take them all out. Sounds like a great movie. Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole a whole another spin-off series of like prequel Highlander. I don't know if it's a prequel because it'd be in in the the lull between the beginning and the end of the movie. But uh, yeah, it's like, what's a prequel for a Highlander movie? <laughs> right. It, it, what's it when it's not a prequel, but it takes place in the middle of the you know just an offshoot story between yeah. 1536 uh, and oh, 1986. Yeah, we'll, we'll just call it like Kurgan, a Highlander story. Right. And we'll there just move on. Right. Still happen. They don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Just been every every mythical creature or movie thing you ever th- could think of was a, a a mortal somewhere else that he had to take out to get to this point. I'm, I'm digging it. Then we get to see his. I, I just don't know why the Kurgan didn't fight him again. It really bothers me that it's like. Well, he's having the, fun with it. He wants to go do something else. Come back another time. Maybe he wants to save him for last after the last battle. I, I, I guess. Maybe. I, I, okay. I'll take it. Now we get now to see his, his home, his, his, his antique shop. His new house. Yeah, slash house. Oh, wait, we're yeah. not back in Scotland? Oh, no. He goes back and he sits down and, and thinks Well, I about think this that. is actually, look at my notes now. This is actually where he goes back. Like, we go back to Scotland and he... This is where they actually ha- he wakes up and they say burn him and everything. You know, I think it was a little off with that before yeah. he started to live, but they hadn't chased him out into this point. Now they they kind of broke that up into a few back and forth. So I think that's yeah, where it was. Yeah. And and now we flash him going to the antique shop, going past uh, what's her name, Rachel, going into his little vault. You know, it's a nice place seeing everything, right? Like yeah. we get the lay of the land of all his, you know, um, walls of you know, valuable historic items. All the shit he's kept over the years. And that's where you first see Brenda's book, so you know he knows about her at this point. Yeah, and it's his and favorite then, book, right? Yeah, I, it's his only book that we see, right? I, I don't know if we see yeah. another one, but... Yeah, yeah. And then it I flashes... It a bookshelf, but... Yeah. It's all it. a lot of, I mean, it was a nice place. I mean, but, you know, you gotta assume the guy just from having antiques, like he does, has Lots of cash, right? And he, hopefully he's been investing well since 1536. Um, but then it's back to Scotland, and you see him with his new chick, you know, five years later, living in the Highlands, uh, seemingly happy. And this is where you get to meet Sean Connery, Ramirez, the Egyptian who lives in Spain, you know, that has a Scottish accent. Don you know. Juan Sanchez, Villalobos, Ramirez. It's a yes. great entrance. Yeah. And I mean, I think Sean Connery does a good job. It's a it's a bit of a kind of a ridiculous costume, but you know they're trying to set the whole Spain thing. Um, I think it's you know it's it, it's a it's a fun role for him, right? I don't I, don't, I, yeah, I think he enjoys I think, playing. He, he was only there for a week. He got paid a million dollars. Yeah, I mean it was it was a simple project for him, really, if you think about it. It wasn't. All his scenes were in that Highland, that one one shooting location. Right? Even when later on, in the end of the movie, when you see him, do you see him briefly as like a yeah yeah 
it's still just shot from that you know that just they put the ghost lens on it or whatever i can't i can't remember how they did it now but so yeah his 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 time on the project was short and sweet but i think i think he it seemed like he was enjoying it how long does he train connor is it supposed to be years that they're together i get the feeling he's there for a while i don't know if it's years but i just assume they ain't got nowhere else to go right they're immortal i mean they really have nowhere else to go they they have no timetable right like but this is you know it's it's broken up so much back and forth between new york the next thing i know is this is where he tells him basically that they're mortal he talks about the quickening um kind of telling him what it is and he was looking really does not explain enough no not not that we see we we assume that somewhere in the the training montage we get later that He's told him a lot more and given him all the information, yeah. you know. But again, they don't want to overexplain things too much in this movie because it doesn't make any sense. And the more you try to yeah, explain yeah, it, the true. worse it's you're going to get. Like it just the less you say, the better. The less you say, the better. This movie does hit a trope of, of several movies we watched where an elder figure shows up yeah. and basically explains everything that's going on to the best of their ability in this movie. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this one and Crawl were not too far apart when you watch them again from the, the 2020 lens. There's not, it's not, there are a lot of similarities. There's there. no banging in Crawl. Crawl is all about love. Yeah. And yeah, doing anything for that person. Right. That's right. right. There's a few awkward kisses. Burning the beast. Quick. Right. Yeah. It's all about burning the beasts and killing slayers. Yeah. And only the king and the Lord Marshal have these keys. That's all, you know, it's all good, man. It's all good. I'm just saying I saw more similarities and I was like, maybe the 80s just weren't, you know. <laughs> How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> you know. <How> dare you? <laughs> I mean, first but, you come after Crawl. Yeah. Now you're coming after Highlander. Now you're coming after all 80s movies. Not all, because there's obviously, the, you know, there's some good 80s movies. And we've, a, we've, gone a, good we've gone over a few. Just there. Yeah. Uh, there was so we did Clue. Uh, yeah. But, you know, so I'm not going to discount every movie in the 80s. I'm just saying this one, you know, watching it again through my old ass eyes now, it, it was it was it was eye opening. Like, But anyways, I think we're going to jump back after talking about the quickening to the police station. And they're looking at like photos of nash and trying to build a case against him and brenda wants to go find him now right she wants to see the yeah she wants to get involved in this case and they're like no you're forensics <laughs> why would you do this right so she's why would you want to go need a yeah. suspect that we think beheaded somebody right but she's horny for the sword Right, and he's at the home just sharpening the sword, and once it, like it's like they're just showing like the connection between her like, and the sword. Um, wouldn't you sharpen your sword all the time? <laughs> I guess. I mean, he's got hundreds of years to do it. I mean, I don't know what I'd be doing at this point. I can't imagine living for five hundred years and trying to be entertaining. I mean, it's a long time, it's, right? It's I'd still be trying to like do like a hundred percent completion of Red Dead Redemption two, <laughs> like just three hundred years in. Trying to find like that like perfect squirrel pelt. I, I don't know how you could function in society when everybody would be talking about something and be like, yeah, yeah, I know, I was there. Fuck. <laughs> right? Like I don't know how you, like like 
Yeah, this story sounds like another one I heard in like 1638. Fuck off. I mean, I, I don't know how you could be like happy or in society at all at that point. Like nothing would be new. Then it goes back to Scotland and this is the boat scene where, you know, he dumps him over because he can't swim and he he's drowned. You know, he can't drown. He some great underwater acting. Yeah, and that underwater talking with the fucking bubbles, I was like... Who the fuck loved this was a good idea? I was like, that's the dumbest shit ever. Look, man, cocaine's a hell of a drug, right? All right. Fuck. I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, was this in the movie when I watched it and loved it so much as a kid? Because yes, it was. Oh my uh, god, it's stupid. It was, you know. How dare you? Uh, what you didn't like it when he gets on the beach and fish fall out of his kilt? No, oh, that was fucking stupid too. And he, he sneaks up on Ramirez to kill him. He doesn't kill him, you know, like in, you know. But it's um, a kill. Where were those fish? I don't. His ass? I guess they got stuck in the pleats, man. I. It, uh, it's a lot of pleats. He didn't keep, a lot of pleats. He didn't keep them pleats. the only place he could. Up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Two years he carried these fish. <laughs> hunk of metal. Yeah. <laughs> up his ass. Um, this is birthright. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, I like how I got you in a Pulp Fiction wormhole. <laughs> so then he says something like he wants him to explain more, and he says he can't explain. He says, "Why does the sun come up?" You know, you know, and all that. Trying to be like, I don't I, fucking I think know. That's the last time any question have been was that's asked right. in this movie about Highland. He's like, "Why does the sun come up?" And you're like, "Oh fuck!" Right. He's <laughs> like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yet. We don't want to explain anything. We don't know." And he's like, "Cool, let's just do a training montage." And then that's when they're up with like some Queen music, up way up on the mountains, swinging swords at each other. It was great. Then for yeah. some reason they want to run on the beach and and do. Uh-huh. Uh, Sprints like it's like and, and feel the fire. elk or whatever, right? <laughs> oh yes, yeah. feel the elk. I was feet, I could feel oh. it. Oh man, and, and like and that had no like, nothing else to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, it was well, a, that whole beat scene was just uh, I get the like scenic Scottish Highland mountains and throwing the swords around and like you know uh, Ramirez's sword going flinging into the air. You know, like it's all you know. Said and good, but I was like, what the fuck is this beach Wait, scene? Were they, were they I, trying to say, like, he could, like, somehow connect with the elk and then somehow run faster or something? So I think it was, like, you... Because like, I never got that. that before, but now I'm like, okay, that sounds like something they're... I, I still was like, I have no idea what they're doing here. It was like a force thing. Like, they're they're getting the, the force tying in with every living thing. It was just, you know, something of that... That vein, but they never really went back to it. They never no. call upon See, any animals or anything else anywhere else. He never else. used this power later on. <laughs> well, again, in our in our or... our Highlander <laughs> stories later that we put when uh, Kurgan's fighting, you know, um, Rodan or or uh, Gamera or somebody else will have him, you know, hook up. With, you know, he'll get the essence of King Kong or some shit and be able to fight. It'll be a whole but, thing. Will he grow huge or? It'll just be well, able to punch as hard as King Kong. I think it'll just be a, yeah, he'll just, it'll be like he's on like a roid rage type thing or like a PCP high, and he'll just be able to just you know not feel pain. Yeah. All I could think about when they're running on the beach is uh the Rocky movies when Rocky's running with Apollo on the beach, and I was like, which was first? <laughs> Probably the Rocky movies because Rocky one was seventy. Rock, when was right? Rocky? No, 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 no. But he does it. 
he runs on the beach with Apollo Creed in like three when he's That's fighting Clubber Lang. They're all early '80s though, because it was '76. I, I would say there, it, it was Rocky was before. If without looking, we could yeah. have the intern look it up. Rocky three was '82, so, uh, so Rocky got it. No matter what, I, we should watch Rocky three. That's a fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Clubber Lang is the shit. Yeah. Stop ducking him, Rocky. He's the true champ. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows this. So but back it'd be to nice this movie. Apollo is still alive. Okay. All right, we'll get back to that movie. I mean, yeah. I could break down some uh, Rocky. If you want to go, I, I, I don't remember Sean Connery ever being in a Rocky. Not, 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 yeah. not yeah. Creed either, but I just... I think he didn't I, play Mickey? No, no, he didn't. It would have been uh, better if he did. I mean, the guy who played Mickey was great, but Sean Connery would have been better as Mickey. Yeah. But uh, fine, we'll get back to this movie. This is where Ramirez tells, you know, talks about Kurgan and said that he was the perfect warrior from Russia. Um, and then for some reason, um, McLeod is gone and then Ramirez uh-huh. He's is walking on the water trying to catch fish. I, they never explained where he was right no, during never that. Did. Never did. But John Connor is having a good dinner with, um, his wife, which I don't Heather. remember her name. Heather. Is it Heather? Not sure. Heather. That's uh-huh. a fairly obvious Scottish woman name that I should have <laughs> just guessed. Right. Like, uh, but I remember it, and that's when he feels um, Kurgan coming. Beautiful. He right. tells her to run. She doesn't run. He goes up and fights. You know, there. Uh, Ramirez has the higher ground half the time. I don't know how he didn't win and kick him into lava. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Because he had the higher yeah. ground, the stairs yeah. like the whole. Would lava kill him? <laughs> I, well, no, but I'm just saying, you know, he what had if it the higher ground. Off? If your head gets <laughs> melted off by lava. Yes, Are you'd be you dead. done being an immortal? I'm wondering if any of the Highlanders, because I was thinking about it when they decapitated, if any of them were just like on their way to the to the gathering in New York and like, you know, accidentally went under a semi and decapitated themselves <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like on the back bar of the semi, would like the quickening just happen and like whichever other immortal was like close enough by, just be like, oh, 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 oh that's cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, who claims that body? Right, the right, truck right. just like explode with the orgasm. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's got to go know. to another Highlander. I don't think the truck's going to. Hey, well, no, then they would have to figure out a way to defeat this truck. Right. That'd be hard. So I imagine you just like sometimes you're just in the shower and all of a sudden you just get lightning and you're like, oh shit, someone decapitated themselves by accident. I just happen to be closest <laughs> on the map. Right, like if I had a dollar every time that happened to me, every time I got a quickening in the shower, self-inflicted quickenings in the shower, the shower. I never said they were self-inflicted. How dare you? Look, maybe I'm just the closest Highlander. You don't know. I was just wondering that as I was watching it, and then Rob, you know, pulled it out. So. Anyway, so again, they're in the middle of Scotland. The swords are sparking. Walls are falling down. You yeah, know. Why is the castle falling apart like it is? I'm ass- and again, I was yeah, I had that, that note as well. It's like, it's ridiculous. If trying to fix the movie for them again, I imagine that they just have the, as they're fighting, the quickening power is building up and their swords are sparking it and it's it's causing many little, like, pulses and explode you know like because it's happening in the garage it's happened here everything's kind of like a heightened sword fight with sparks and whatever and that construction is just shitty so i mean 
But you did know, did Connor build that or did he just find it? It looked like a lot for him to build. It was a pretty tall structure yeah, for someone. I, that, I think it, he just found it. Maybe it was right. just old. Because mm-hmm. after it's gone, he stays with Heather for a while. Yeah. You, know, you see old Heather, and he hasn't rebuilt it in the like 40 years or whatever. Yeah. And then you know Ramirez slits his throat but doesn't get it all the way through, and then you know ends up you know obviously losing in the end. Kneeling down, prey position, head gone, you know. Oh, at first he tells him that uh, Heather is his wife, trying to save her some misery, you know, which for some reason they wanted to go down that avenue later so that Kurgan could tell McLeod that he raped her, you know, and get him angry. Oh, I, yeah, that Kurgan's a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, was it really necessary? Like, he's already stabbed McLeod through. Does he need more anger against him? To Would he not have won if he didn't have that additional fueled anger? I, you know, I didn't think it was really necessary to the story, but yes. they wanted to put it in, so yeah. fine, it's, fine. you got to hate him a little more. I guess. He's going to show that he's a terrible person. Um, so, yeah. So Ramirez is dead. And then we flash back to <clears throat> where Nash at his shop or and then talking to his receptionist, this is where we find out where, who Rachel is, right? This is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is the the Nazi, right? I just wrote a note and said, oh, this is the first one with all the Nazi stuff in it. I I I didn't remember this scene. I didn't know it was an extra scene. It was a <laughs> special feature on a DVD for a long time. I had never seen it prior prior to this watch. Hopefully, I think we poor suckers didn't pay pay more I don't money think for so. it. Because, I mean, it really didn't add anything to the movie. But this is where you meet, you know, you find out where Rachel comes from. It okay, makes more great. sense. Sure. So uh, he, I he do said, have so, a question. Yeah. He saves Rachel from the Nazis. She's yeah. an older woman now. In her 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was their relationship always, like, platonic? Father, daughter. I'm assuming because he raised her as a... It was so fucking creepy anyways when he picks her up. He's oh, like, the way he's talking to her in the barn... Oh, Oh, yeah. Connor is a creeper. We've already established this, yeah. right? Yeah, I, like, I, I think it's just learned the English that. Yeah, it was like the whole not, the whole mag- World War like II. Like when he says there's a kind of magic, I was like, oh, that's something creepy. And I don't like it. I yeah. especially maybe because he's laying on that. top. He's like everyone's no, dead. He's laying on top of her. Yeah, it's like the kind of magic, and you're like, oh, wing, I don't like. Wing, I don't like my magic, right? Oh, my magic went all over you. Sorry, let me go oh, kill yeah. this guy. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's too yeah. far, sir. That's too far. I, it, was, this yeah, it, was, it was an awful scene. I know why they didn't include it. It was stupid. It was just dumb. The The Nazis' uniform was super clean. It added nothing to the... I mean, yes, it provided some backstory, but Rachel could have just been a, a, a faithful employee he had for 50 years, and, you know, it was just... It was stupid. Um it was just a, it was just another you know so many directors and whatever just want to have a reason to kill somebody else that's a Nazi because it's fun to kill Nazis I, I get it but it was yeah, just, it was yeah, the eighties it was still okay to renounce Nazis right well you, <laughs> it's still okay so now but <laughs> it's <still laughs> <stay right. laughs> well uh, those of us at the coalition is our bad it's our official. Whoa. on this podcast. We don't like them. Uh, that's that's a review by Rob alone. Let me tell you, I do not subscribe. I am not saying I don't renounce the Nazis. I renounce them. <laughs> yes, I, 
So <laughs> Nazis are bad, okay? Hey, that's what happens it. when Rob has a couple glasses of scotch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just uh, thought the scene was uncomfortable and bad with yeah. the whole, like, finding rape, you know, like, great, I guess he saves her, you know, like, they never explain how they get out of there, how he explains having this child the whole time, you know, like, whatever, you know. This is when he, he goes to dinner with Brenda. Yes. Well, yeah, this is where then you flash back to Rachel in present day, and she's sad for him because he won't find love, and this is where he goes to Rachel's apartment, I'm sorry, Brenda's apartment, and she's set up the tape recorder and the gun. Yeah, and then he, of course, he spots all of this stuff instantly. Like when he comes in the apartment, he he brings up the branch. He's a so, creep. He can spot where other people yeah. are keeping creep stuff. Like, Why is there a cop outside your window? And he was like, "Are well, you going to use the gun or the tape?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking dumb." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I won't like, dare goes, you say anything about this movie. Is Okay, great. You know, of like, course, yes. and he gives her the fucking present, which is her book, which is like, oh, I know who you are. Like, I'm like, oh, I hate everything about this scene, this movie. Oh, like, God, it's awful. It's terrible. This fucking podcast, <laughs> man. Nothing good about it. I don't um, like what you're saying right now. Because the know, great Ricky Bobby once said, this is the greatest movie of all time. What's the Highlander? It's a movie. Any good? Very good. It won the Academy Award. Oh, for what? For best movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he, you know, he he gives a little history on the, you know, the year 1783, and mm-hmm. I don't. Not much else comes from that meeting, right? Then it's pretty much. She just tells him that she's looking for this sword because it's supposed to be it's, you know, yeah. this. Uh, it's the first of its kind. It's like it two hundred years before the others. Right, yeah, so she wants to find it. Then you flash back to Scotland, unless I missed something in that scene, and you see his wife is an old lady, who, by the way, doesn't look that old. That old makeup's not very convincing. I mean, she's older. Yeah, I, I wrote bad but, old lady makeup. But I was like, this bitch is dying. She must have, like, cancer or some shit, because she looks like she's, like, 45. Like, it's not like uh, <laughs> she's not 90. Right, like I, 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 didn't understand like the, the makeup was Look, just not don't good. You know her life, man. All I right? don't. It's, I mean, she has some good anti wrinkle cream or some shit that if she's like in her nineties or old age that she looks, you know, surprisingly. I mean, her hair was great. She didn't have hair dye, but other than that, I thought she looked pretty good. And she didn't, she didn't look like she was on her deathbed to me. Look, so all I, that I, I don't. They didn't have money for makeup. All right, it was all put into car batteries to make swords spark when they touched each other. <laughs> yeah. So you know, they it, it's the touching scene. She doesn't want to live without, or she wants to stay and live with him forever. And he tells her then the Highlands, and he goes buries her up on the mountain. He leaves behind his little um, McLeod broadsword as the um, you know her grave marker, and then mm-hmm. wanders off. Which in essence is he's leaving the, he's leaving his old life behind. He's taking Ramirez's sword and he's going to venture on to, you know, his first restart, reboot of a life at that point, I guess, to, to do something else, start a, start a brand new life. Um, then we go back to the hotel. Are we back at the hotel or is it the guy driving around? Which guy driving I think, I think we're at the Marine now, yeah. The Marine driving around with all the guns. That... No, that comes in a second. First we go to the oh, hotel okay. and that's where... Uh, Kirk treats the hotel employee like shit, 
and he says, I hope you get your head cut off, which is like a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah. That it's, it's also weird to say to somebody. Right. But, you know, it, it's, it's foreshadowing what's going to happen to him, right? We know that's all I think that kills him. But, yes, it's odd. It was just that aside scene so they can say it. And then we jump to the good old T-Bird swerving down the street, passing by hookers. We find out the guy's Marine. He drives by the fight between um, Kurgan and – damn, I forgot that name's again, guy's name again. I just said – I do this Cast every gear. time we talk. I Cast can never – Cast a gear? Cast a gear. Um, and he sees it, and he's basically like, oh, this is my time. I'm going to spring into action with my freaking automatic weapon I'm carrying around what? in my T-Bird. So he goes in there, he runs in there, he doesn't make a real effort to stop the fight that's going on until the one guy loses his what? head. Yeah. You think you'd, if you're going to be this vigilante, you'd think you'd yell something, try to stop he, it. He, he yells at them right before the, the beheading. No, okay, maybe you're, I, maybe I'm misremembering, but yeah, I, I thought like, he said... I, something like, what the hell's going on here, or something he's oh, yelling at him yeah, at Yeah, maybe point. he does. But, I, I, you know... You would think he would fire the gun. I don't know, something. I just felt like he didn't give much of an effort until the guy was dead. Um, but, you know, I don't think it would have stopped anything anyways, obviously. So then he loads 300 bullets into Kurgan, who, it, you know, it's, it's weird how, and, and maybe over time they get better at it, how sometimes the things affect the quote-unquote immortals, like, and put them down. Because when McLeod get, first gets run through with that sword... He looks like he's almost dead for like a day. Like it takes him a while to. I think that's his first death. His first. So, yeah. so that's what I'm asking. Is it like we think every time they die, then it becomes nothing? Because even when McLeod lets Brenda run him through with a dagger later on, he's affected by it. like he's not just like you know it, it hurts him. It he, he's he's on his knees and you know. It, well, I'm sure it still hurts. You just you know power through it a bunch. I'm just saying, but. If it hurt, is, is Kurgan just that much stronger that it doesn't bother him? Because he was affected when Ramirez slit his throat for a minute. It didn't take long again, but I'm just saying this guy puts like at least 10 bullets yeah. hit him center mass, and he's pretty much up and running immediately. Like he just falls that, down and ends up. That's you know, the like, point of the flashback scenes, Ryan, because both times he gets put down and is up quickly. Oh, that's the whole point of the Boston Commons. That's thing the whole show, point of the <laughs> that show. The, that, okay, you know what? I will give you that. That may be the only point of that dumb scene. Because he's up quick after because, being he's shot, also, and he's also dead ass drunk there, so he's probably not feeling pain as much as he would um, other times. Because well, he true, was literally falling down II. drunk. He was falling down drunk in the the Boston Commons scene. Yeah, yeah, but with the Nazis, he wasn't drunk. So what, did, did, what did he? Oh, he did get shot with. An, uh, you're right. He got shot in the back with the Nazis. So I don't know. It seemed to have varying like levels of uh, discomfort and pain on their deaths. With uh, you so. know, even as quickly as they recover, you think a strategy would be to shoot the immortal and then cut their head off. At least somebody or, would have tried. Uh, what I'm wondering is they heal fast, but what if you just chopped off both their legs? Um, like are those legs like growing back, no or is it like a is it like a Deadpool? You never see anybody. Yeah, leave that's true. That's a limb. The curtain gets his neck slit, and he has a scar. He has a scar. But I'm saying yeah. you got a, 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 a you know a katana. If you cut his leg clean off, I imagine you could just sew it back to on, and it'll be fine. 
No, but if he like, doesn't sew it on, is he getting baby legs? That's what I right, is he going to have, like, the Deadpool baby legs? Or I'm just saying, as a battle advantage, you know, like, uh, it's going to be a lot easier to chop off someone's head if you've already no spiked honor off both their legs. There's no honor. No honor. No mortal will do that. There's no honor in it. There, yeah, just, you know, there are rules. That's obviously a rule that they... You know, they don't even feel they have to tell you about because obviously that's a rule. But I'm thinking, to Rob's point, if Kurgan has scar tissue from his neck, that means even though the, although we never see um, Nash or McLeod's scar from where he was stabbed to know if he still had scar tissue. So I imagine if they I'm did sure uh, lose an arm and for some reason they couldn't be attached, that wouldn't grow back. They just have one less arm. They'd be like... Um, you know what's the Knight of Knee or whatever in uh, uh, Monty Python where it's just the Black Knight. You're thinking the Black Knight, right? Yes. Like where he's just like hopping around, like yeah. trying to it's attack. Just on a scratch, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't think it would be. No, you're uh, probably right. You're probably right. So I don't understand why people aren't using this tactic more often, trying to because there's no honor fight. in it. We're getting dangerously close to thinking too much about this. <laughs> right. I, again, you can't even think about it. You just gotta let it go. It, it, it's not honorable. It's not the way that the Highlander would fight. It's not the way, even the way the Kurgan would fight. The Kurgan just wants the power. Maybe, all right, maybe if you did it, all the, the quickening juice that comes out of the dead immortal won't be as good. Like, you'll get less juice because it's not a good kill. It doesn't matter because when there's always only one, you have all the juice. So you could fling off all the limbs as but long maybe, as you can last time. Like, while, while you're on your way to the title... Juice. Some of that extra quickening juice <laughs> would go to another Highlander. They'd be like, oh, this guy fought like shit. You get some extra juice. So you'd be like, oh, throw a quick in line at the quickie mart. And then you'd be like, all right, I got to go fight Kurgan. I got his juice. Juice. Willie Nelson. Yeah. Did, um, you have Willie, did you get mail for Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> Adults have needs. So I'm totally lost. Oh, so this I know. is where the Aquatine Hunger Force just threw me off like nobody's yeah. business. All right, so we were at the Marine fighting. He gets run through. The body floats up in the air. He gets the quickening. All the windows blow out as they always do with the quickening. Then he goes in the alley and steals, carjacks that car. Like he cuts the hood off. Why uh, was that car in the alley anyway? I, they were just driving through, and they saw the. Oh, is that going common? I don't know New hookers. York. Is that common that people cut through alleys? Look, when you you're looking for hookers or drugs, yeah. yeah. Mike, please, relaxation therapist. Yeah, okay. Not that I've ever been in a New York alley looking it for seemed, hookers. It or seemed it seemed out of place drugs. to me, but I'm this not week, New York. right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> well, there's a pandemic on. I mean, no. <laughs> oh no, yeah, like that would stop you. <laughs> Look, a pandemic would stop me if I ever. Unless, ladies of the evening. unless they had Taco Bell and Boba Tea, then you're going to get you're going to oh. get it done. <laughs> it's going to happen. I did. I did go out and get my haircut on oh, uh, Saturday. What is this, yeah. like your 400th haircut? I mean, how close does your hair have to be? I mean, you can let it go a few more weeks. It's a pandemic for God's sake. You're still going to die like every two weeks. extra two weeks. It had been a month. <laughs> oh, my God. I've had three haircuts in the year 2020. Maybe Four if you count January. I, I probably had six haircuts in 2020. And I feel I like I'm being six. reckless. I feel like I could be reckless having four. I just couldn't stand the hair in my face anymore. I've had six, but my wife cuts my hair. 
Yeah, yeah. see, you're, you're doing yeah, so it right. My wife cut it one time, but after one I time. did that, yeah, I let her cut it the first time. Like when everything was shut down and my hair was getting ridiculous, I was going to buzz it off. And she she told me not to do that because I would look like a mental patient. And I, I agreed with her. It. You should have done it. <laughs> it's, I was going to look like uh, Brad Pitt and 12 Monkeys and just That's go cool. with it. Cool. And she was like, no, no, just wait till I come home. I'll cut your hair for you. I said, thank you. Mm. Uh, but on the way home, I was like, I'm really hungry. I need to get something. What should I eat? And I called my wing. I called my wing place first and they didn't pick up the phone three times. So they obviously did not want my business that day. So Mm. I did make a run for the border and got a party pack. So I'm just saying, so if you were driving through and you just happened to be driving in New York in an alley and there was hookers there and then one of them had a haircut Uh chair Another okay. had Taco Bell, Boba Tea. Uh-huh. You would stop and you'd spend all fucking day in that alley. So it's just, it just gone. It, does it matter? She has yeah, a mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta have a mask on. I'm not a fucking savage. Okay, all right. Just like if you're gonna be near me, have a mask on. Not my scene, but okay. Right. Well, maybe I, these I old. Cut my hair. Yeah. Maybe these oh, this old couple in this car was cruising for hookers, like Reagan said. We don't know. Maybe they like drugs. Maybe they, maybe they just yeah. Maybe maybe uh, so. Maybe but you know whatever. Quickening happens. Why are yeah. they still there? You think they would have bugged out? Well, not every uh, day you see like lightning and windows blowing yeah, out yeah, in the middle of the street. And a body float in the middle of the air. Like the yeah, body okay. floats. Yeah. Like yeah. that and shit. It, you're gonna be like, oh. I was walking to New York one time. I saw Vanessa Williams, and I just stared at her for like 15 minutes. Right. You see a lot of shit in New York. Now, okay. this is this is pre. Um, it's hard to believe because it feels like it's been all. It's pre Law and Order, but you know whatever the show was that they filmed there before Law and Order, they're playing. Yeah, oh NYPD look, they're. Blue. I, I think it's even pre NYPD Blue, but whatever it was they were filming Hill in New York Street, Street Blues. Street, Hill Street Blues. <laughs> was that New York? I don't know. But let's That's say they. Wasn't that like a small town? Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's say they were filming it. They're like, oh, they're filming one of these episodes here on the side of the road. Let's check it out. And the next thing you know, Kurgan's cutting off the lid of their car, kicking the old dude out, dude out and stealing his car and his wife. And did why you notice did the wife as, just stay in the car? Why did she stay in the yeah, car? Why? And then the dude doesn't say anything about his wife. He's he like, about the he car. took my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, dude. Your fucking wife's in the car. Like, he doesn't give a shit. I mean, I'm assuming you were married. He had a really bad marriage. I'm going to assume that he thought she got out. Well, you know what? Maybe we're making bad assumptions about this since they were in the back alley. Maybe he was just dropping his hooker back off and he liked a little bit of, you know, silver, you know, like an older hooker. Okay. We don't know. A gilf, if you will. Okay. Right. Like a leopard or whatever they are when they get, you know, but, um, so then the curtain drives spot. off. Is that what, is that what yeah, the thing is? When they, the get spotty, they get they leopards? Get spots. They have spots. Yeah, that's the leopard. All right. You're teaching me something. That's not something I know about. Well, you pulled it pretty quick. You must have heard it before. Well, no, um, it just makes sense, obviously. Right. I mean, I, I problem solve. <laughs> so this, this is when he pulls out with her kind of standing up, screaming, and then you got to get the TJ hooker with uh, her – yeah. On the hood for whatever reason she's riding the hood. They just wanted to have a scene where somebody was riding a hood and he pulls off and that's that. Then then you get the scene with the cops coming to the hospital interviewing the Marine. Um, yeah. um so you know, he tells them tells them about the quickening. 
quick yeah and you know that it's not nash from the picture he gives a description because he knows the scar on the neck um then you get the hot dog stand scene outside where they're eating a hot dog or i guess newspaper scene and the newspaper guy is like oh what do they mean by incompetent and you know like like all that you know like giving the hard cops a hard time with just shitting on them yeah yeah and then Uh, you get a scene you get you get a couple of back-to-back scenes with Brenda where she's trying to figure out who Nash is. One, meeting with the doctor who they try to explain away why he would remember this birth. Yeah. This one birth uh-huh, for a while. Uh-huh. And then they try uh, to come they, up with They both died. Yeah, it's not unwed mother. Unwed mother. I, would, I, I didn't say it was. It was a pretty good effort, actually, for this movie to actually try to explain something of why he would remember. I don't it's like, like, it's, I don't it's like, like the, the way you're saying thing, it. The one thing they put effort in to try to explain was this. And then they the put next scene, so much effort into this movie. And then you see the next scene with the the handwriting expert, you know, that's figured out all all the paths and the handwriting. Oh, master. the high tech computer. And Which was amazing yeah. technology because people's signatures aren't that clear. You know, when they do it, they're not going to have that many matches that he got these perfect. No, matches. And they evolve. Signatures evolve over time. They're not right. Gonna be so better. McLeod has. Well, the not, most, I mean perfect penmanship since yeah. you know the beginning of time that he never makes a letter different you know it was it was a very campy pull it all together scene but okay you know like we're gonna we're gonna make it work for this um and then you know so she's kind of figured it out but we got to break over to the church now where um you know they show mcleod going to the church i'm assuming it's because he's still religious i don't know why he was there when it's he uh, heather's up. birthday Oh, did I miss that? Did they say that? He yeah, said something no, when he lit the candle. candle. He's like, he's like, she but, was like, always light a candle for me on my birthday. Yeah, but he could oh, have lit a candle that. elsewhere. He, I missed that. I missed that, but that, that makes a lot more sense. It helped yeah, me understand yeah, yeah, he why that, he was yeah. in the church because I was like, after all this, is he still going to be really that? Really? I mean, I, I, I guess he could be. I, I, it just seemed like an odd choice to be hiding out there. I didn't get it. That helps a lot. Thank you for picking up on that because yeah. I did not know why he was there. Uh, you know, it's it his birthday. Less. You know. Yeah. Okay. I, I I missed that, and I'm glad you filled that in for me because it really, really helped with one of the holes. The the, the you know multiple the few holes. The right? few holes. Few holes. <laughs> few and far between. And this is just really a scene for the Kurgan to act and, and show that he's just a bad dude and kind of disrespectful and whatever, you know, he's in yeah, disguise. He just shaved his head. That's basically his whole disguise. Uh, put some safety pins around yeah, his scar, his neck, you know, make it. Hey, I want to know what went into his decision-making to be like, you know, I have the scar around my neck. Let me draw more attention to it by putting <laughs> yeah. 58 safety pins into it. Sure, it's just to get into the like, make it look like he's in the punk scene is what he thinks, right? With the safety pins and everything like that is what I assume. But I think he just went to the safety. crack hotel and was like, "What do we have here?" And they're like, "Oh, we got a bunch of needles and safety pins." So he just chose the safety pins. Well, I mean, no one's messing with that dude, regardless. Like, so. Oh no 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 no! You're crossing to the other side of the street. I don't care who the fuck you are. <laughs> like, you're not walking yeah. out. Like, yeah. you, uh, yeah, You're not, I'm not hanging out with the Kurgan. No. Right. Like, I'm not uh, talking shit to him. I'm not asking him for his rent money. That's for right. goddamn. He says, oh, so he's got, as he's leaving, the, so he, he like, strong arms the priest, you know, like, strike, tell him to get out. And, you know, he says something to the nuns. And at the end, he's like, he tells her he's leaving. And he tells everybody, 
I've got something to say. It's better to burn yeah. than to fade away. Fade and away. I, I remember that line. And I don't know if it's like a line I've heard elsewhere, but I, I think you might I might have heard it in a Def Leppard song. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's fine. But yeah. I think I remember it from this movie is what I'm uh, I, remember. I remember. I remember it from this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I have thought... not remember it from this movie. I, I recognize it immediately as a Def Leppard right. <laughs> lyric. Well, I, I I think I remember that from this movie. Like, I don't remember yeah. much. I remember him burning out candles and stuff like that, but I don't remember a whole lot about that scene. But that that line stuck with me for whatever reason. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. I just it was just, you know, it was it was weird to me. So then we go back to the store and this is where Brenda comes oh, to the store and uh-huh. you, you find out he admits to her he's been alive for four and a half centuries because she's interrogating you know, Rachel at the desk, and then he comes in, and, you know, he has her stab her, and this is about where I just lost it with the whole fucking movie, because he stabs her, <laughs> yeah. and then he they stabs start himself. He stabs himself. Yeah, oh, yeah, she he stabs him. Whole... He's not stabbing her. Like, don't yeah. tarnish his name. Like, he's yeah. not into, like, murder. He gives her a dagger, and he uh-huh. has her hold it while he stabs himself to say, you right. know, I'm a mortal, whatever. Which apparently turns her on because then like, they start making. Oh, I, yes. I wrote and they bang and oh, way too even... long for a movie to bang. And I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> Wait to make what? sure she, he's all right. He's just like, "All right, yeah. it's on." First, I was like, yeah. ooh, so I wrote down like, "Ooh, awkward time to to kiss," and then yeah. I was like. Oh shit! I was like, "What the fuck is this sex scene?" <laughs> I, it, it was that an extra scene? Because I don't remember that as no, a kid. I mean, that's in the movie. I mean, we might have just watched the TV version where they, you know, they cut out cut that out. Yeah. Oh. Forty-five, fifty minutes of them fucking because it felt you know, like it went on forever. Also, us as typical kids back then, we'd be like, "Oh, this is the boring part. Let's go get some food or something and come back." <laughs> like we, we'd walk out on the sex scenes, come back. Um, so maybe I did that, well, I but mean, I was do like, "You really need to see Connor thrusting for that long?" Oh my god, it was disgust. It was just gr- It was like, I "Who mean, the fuck?" I was like, "This movie." Wait till we watch Ice terrible. Pirates. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was bad. I'm using too many f bombs in this in this podcast, but I was like, "Oh my god, I." texted you guys why it was going on because I was like, I just got to the sex scene. What is this? I was, I, I uh-huh. didn't, as soon as you sent that text out, I was like, we're definitely doing this podcast tonight. Cause I need this angry energy oh. that you're bringing to the text chain. <laughs> and then like, there's no way I was going to let it die. It goes on way too long. It's unnecessary. We don't need it. It's, it's too, too graphic for my taste. And then after she stabbed him and it's just out, it takes you out of the whole movie it launches back. And Don't what's the next, until you try it. That's all I'm saying. The next scene you see, where do they break out of the sex scene? Where Where are you? Do you remember? Uh, They're outside of a fucking lion cage. I don't even oh, understand. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I told, understand. Uh, they went to the zoo. What? Uh-huh. But why? What What message are they trying to send? What was the... He's what was like the, a caged animal now, and uh, he's got to be free. She's yeah. trying to cage him. But he's an immortal. He's going to outlive her. Being an immortal, knowing you'll never die, is like being in your own cage, Ryan. Um, uh, boy, you'll I never be like, free. I was like, what am I watching? I didn't. I just didn't understand what I was watching. Look, the zoo was closed. They stuck in. They're like, let's shoot a scene here real quick. It's free. Didn't make <laughs> we got the film. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's. 
that was that. And then we uh, flash to um, Brenda going home. She's got a bunch of shit in her hands. And then for whatever yeah. reason, why does the Kurgan the Kurgan just likes to sleep with McLeod's women? I mean, does he know that he's been she, she's he's been with Brendan uh, or Brendan Brenda? Um, <laughs> Changing this whole thing. <laughs> I'm into this movie now. I'm into it. Like, what's, what's yeah. happening? What's going on? Who's this Brendan guy? Is he a Highlander? <laughs> like that'd be a great story. Two lovers that had to kill each other. Well, you know, McCloud has been. And I keep saying he's been hundred. What four hundred forty-seven years? Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure he's gotten he's bored done with some shit. That's probably why he was at the Tiger Cage. Let's be honest, because he's got to get a little bit, a little bit different excitement, right? Like, right, a, tiger a little more That's game over, right? What could happen, but I mean, he's probably the one person that could have relations with the tiger and not worry about it, right? Because what's the worst that's going to happen? He had to take his head off, but you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> like you're talking about, a tiger could bite your dick off. Like, are you going to have to sew it back on so you have a Kurgan ring around your dick? You probably could. I mean, is it like if it gets uh, if it gets cut off, it's like if you lose a tooth, you're supposed to put in a cup of milk. Do they just put the, <laughs> the cup of milk go back to I the mean, antique shop and then try to like sew that back on and hopefully it works yeah, later? I've <laughs> never showed up to the hospital with my dick in a cup of milk and been like, help me. My God, it worked for teeth. It worked for teeth. It's got to work, right? Because to my knowledge, you haven't had to have relations with a tiger, but I don't know for sure. I'm not with you all the time, so maybe you That's have. That's true. That's true. I, I don't know. You know, we all go to wild stuff sometimes. <laughs> I I mean, I mean, again, after living 400-something years, you've got to have so something exciting. Connor McLeod of the Clam McLeod is going around fucking tigers in 1984. I'm not going to spread any rumors here. I'm just saying that. It sounds like while, you are. It sounds like you're spreading misinformation. I, I, I'm just guessing that Missionary ain't doing it for Connor no more. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it needs, you know, he needs a little spice. But is that tiger love? I, I don't know. But for some reason, the director decided to flash to a tiger cage after he hooks up with Brenda. You, you Maybe tell that's me where the director likes to go after he begs. He's like, you know what? I got to get to the zoo. I got to go look a tiger in the eye. <laughs> That's how I really get mine. Yeah, but again, <laughs> back to the hallway. Kurt how is did there. Kurt know, where, know where she lived? Did he follow did her? Know, how do they know that they were together? Like, do they have some kind of linked mind control where if like someone you know bangs somebody, it's like, ooh, some one of the immortals is getting some. I gotta, you know, like uh, like how does he know any of this? Like, what I what ruin this? I'm assuming he's been following them is the only thing I can think. So he left the church. He's just been following them. But you would think the little quickening um, spidey sense would have let him know that Kurgan was following them the whole time. But whatever. Can't explain this movie because maybe it they just lets bother. him know he's in the city. Right. They they don't bother to explain it. So why should I try to explain it? He, but he's hired someone else to follow them and let him know. Yeah. With his big wad of money. Yeah. 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 yeah candy yeah. found him. It's obvious. Yeah. So she fumbles with her key, gets inside in time, which is a little bit different and for me. Stops she's, running. Stops yeah, running. She feels like she's safe. He busts through the door like it's The Shining or or word like he's just in there yeah. instantly. <laughs> um, you know she he throws her in the car and then the, you get the whole this movie's version of the car chase, which I talked about earlier, where it's the plain chicken. So you know you can get a bunch of ridiculous yeah. almost crashes and for some reason trucks. Going down New York's, you know, semi trucks going side by side down New York streets for whatever reason. They don't do that. 
Uh, not usually. I mean, I don't think they're going <laughs> to flank each other the same type, you know, exact two semi trucks, you know, in opposite lanes. So someone can go through the middle. You know, he's tossing motorcycle guys in the air, um, all, all kinds of stuff, just just for fun. Yeah, and just, yeah. he's got to have a good time. Just you for know, fun. The have, almost here. Right. They just need to have a little car chase or lack. It's not really a chase, a car thing. And then they go over and they stop at, um, um, well, I guess it's not done yet. I'm sorry. There's a break in the middle of this chase because they wanted to split it up like they do everything else and make the car chase, or I keep on to chase, car chicken longer. And this is where it flashes back and McLeod is saying goodbye to Rachel and saying, hey, I took care of you. Um, you get, you know, everything, basically. Yeah, you get everything. Ash yeah. is dead after this one way or the other. You know, I, I don't know how he's going to make money and stuff after this, but I'm sure he's figured out some way to pass on some to himself. If he does win, I don't think he's going to make himself yeah. substitute and penny, penniless if he gets the, well, no, the prize. Mean, so he must, there's more there they're not telling us. I'm assuming he's took care of himself and he took care of Rachel. And then it, it shoots back to the silver, um, was it silver cup, silver cup building. It's like, a, yeah. I looked it up. I want to know what it was. And it's like a famous studio in Long Island City. And that's when, you know, he takes her to the roof of that for whatever, you know, dramatic effect, I guess. He, he there's could, water uh, up there. That's why. There was a water tower. There was no, but yes, uh-huh. he the water tower to break. There was electricity there. Yeah, he had to get up there to break it. It would have been weird if he broke it from yeah. the ground. Right. So they have this epic battle on the roof. You know, Connor comes over there. They fight uh-huh. lots of sparks, water, letters, electronic letters falling down all around them. And then they fall through the floor uh-huh. a long way. I'd say it's at least two, three stories, right, that they fall yeah. down. And again, they're fine, whatever. We've, we've kind of addressed that where some things uh-huh. hurt them and some things don't. That doesn't seem to phase them at all. They're fighting more. Um, Connor's going to get killed. And then there comes Brenda, which I don't know how the fuck she got I feel it's cheating. I feel it's cheating that she gets involved in the... Well, if Kirk made the, friends, yeah. he could have his friends come. You know, like I, I told you before, the the good immortals all teamed up on him and they just had a pact just to just stay immortal forever. You know, There's no honor in it. This is an illegitimate victory for so, Conor McLeod. I'm just going to say it's illegitimate. Eventually, they could have killed Kurgan because he seems to be the only aggressor. Well, Kurgan and Aviator Glasses or Mirrored Glasses, they killed yeah. them. The, the other three could live happily for a long time. Until one of them is like, look, man, I am so fucking bored. I've fucked all the tigers. I've had a zebra. I've had everything. There's nothing left for me. Go ahead Why and lock my head off. Why are you going immediately um, to animals? Well, I'm just doing it because based on what this director showed me. I'm just saying, uh, okay. once, they, once they've had enough, I don't know, they've gone to space, whatever else they've, they've done. Like, they felt like they've done it all. They'd be like, okay. I'm not sure. They could live in space for a while. They could just float in space till they sure. find something. They don't care. Yeah. So they could be Q. Um uh, Q from Star Trek, not Q. Everybody and knows who Q is. I just, I just want nobody to think right. that I'm referring to the the QAnon right. conspiracy group. I, I would rather than think of Star Trek than that. Um, but you know, once they they get tired, they'll be like, okay, cut my head off, end me, and then whoever wants to put up with the longest can win the prize. Man, they should have just done that. Suicide? You want There's no honor in that? Yeah. No you wanted to end with assisted suicide, where it's just like, oh, I'm bored. I'm just saying they Cut can live thousands of years. They could see some shit happen. I mean, what the I fuck? I mean, it's, it's better for the immortals, but it's not a great movie. 
<laughs> yeah, no one wants to see that. But I mean, once you find out what the prize is, it's like, well, fuck, uh, I'm gonna die now. So what? I get to know what people are thinking. I'm just saying, if they knew what the prize was, that it was just gonna be able to know people's thoughts and somewhat influence them, but you're gonna die. Fuck like, that. Yeah, what yeah, am I you, fighting yeah, they'd for? Be like, Fuck what am I fighting for? I've wasted 447 years on this bullshit is really what it is. All that pain and hurt. No, no. But you can make like the world better because you know what everyone's thinking. What do you care? If you were immortal. He cared at the end. It's what he says at the end where they're laying down. He's like, I, I can fix everything. I mean, it doesn't matter yes. in the long run. World they just was ignore so small. it. In 1536, it was like one clan that they fought against another clan. He wasn't worried about the fix of the world. If he had had, if he had won the quickening, then he'd, he'd hear like three thoughts and be like, "Oh, we've got much better highlands now and cattle." Like it, it wouldn't have helped a goddamn thing. Like in, in 1986, you got world leaders and, and nuclear weapons and shit like that. But what if the quickening? It, it, what if the the gathering had just ended in 1536? That prize sucks. I mean, it's not going to help a <laughs> yeah. goddamn thing, right? It's, uh, it's like a person being like, why is it so muddy? I'm cold. Like, yeah, like, wait, I'm going to give up immortality, near immortality for this shitty prize? Come on. you know. Well, that's like, why the – but the gathering was always a long time from now in a land far away because they knew 1536 Scotland sucked balls. But it's really not their – again, these immortals are – you make it seem like they should be so worried about the world's problems all the time. The world's nothing. It's like us being concerned with fucking ants at that point because you just watch them die left and right. The, you, you don't have any personal connection to them after a while. You're going to be fucking numb. You've watched generation after generation die. People change. People grow. You'd be disconnected from the world. It does. It's, it's a dumb prize. It's a dumb prize. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. They just, right. it, 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 they should have just had a pact to just stay alive and live on an island somewhere and be happy. You know, even if the world blew up, they just float away until they found another planet to land on. You yeah, know, well, there's a lot of other planets out there, and they just float in space forever. Well, carry your sword with, with no- you. Hack off their head. Hey, all right, they're floating in space. Like you can't. I mean, I guess they have their swords with them. Yeah. Can you swing a sword in space? Why not? I don't know. I've never been in space. I don't know how shit works. Maybe, maybe slower. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can you swing it fast enough? Or like, do I have to push forward as you push forward to cut my head off? I don't. So I imagine if you if it was the the three of us in space, one of us could easily lob the other's head off. The last yeah, two. Yeah, but what about the last? What about the so you last gotta person? you got to time it perfectly. Uh, so what happens if you do the perfect timing swing where you clean off each other's head? What happens to that quickening? Uh, the universe – it probably – it happens in space, and it probably destroys the whole galaxy. Right. It's a so you've wiped out life everywhere. I don't know. There's no wonder to receive the quickening juice. This shit makes no sense. The prize <laughs> is stupid. Uh, we can just go on from there. I, we, we're still in the battle. Uh, yeah, we, I was like, I mean, we could argue about this all day long because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, but there, she came down somehow. She jumps off that roof in a hurry or climbs down some massive fire escape. There's stairs or something. 
I'm going to say, it's pretty quick if you go back and look at it, how fast she gets down from, I think it's about three stories she gets down she's there. She's quick. Yeah, she's fast. She saves him. Probably like a fireman pole. He cuts off the head. The windows blow out. He gets that. But he stabs the Kurgan a couple times. And the Kurgan basically just stops fighting. He gets stabbed in the tum-tum. And he yeah. just kind of stares at Connor. He's like, oh. Has nice. he never been stabbed before? No, I think he's been his neck's been slit. I just he's been pierced with bullets that we know. We don't see a lot, but yeah. the guy's pretty scarred up. So you think he's been in a lot of battles, but yeah. don't really know. Maybe blades hurt them a lot more than bullets and other it, things. It's see, I think the Kurgan just wanted to die because when he gets his neck slit, he just smiles as his head peels back and the the it juice takes comes a lot out. of effort to kill people to just want to die. He could just you know like of. Well, he's a man of honor, and you have to earn the prize, Ryan. I don't know what this – I would love to see the Reagan book of fucking honor sometime about what <laughs> what the goddamn rules are for that shit. I mean, there is no way that Kurgan is a man of honor. I mean, I, I, the, only, the only – He obeys the church rule. That's which it. Which is basically the only rule they have. That's it. That's the only thing he honors. Well, they have the one rule, and he obeys it. Okay. I'm just saying any yeah, others not taking off limbs. Limbs taking is not cool. Okay, well. Anyways, he's dead. Connor wins. A bunch yeah. of cartoon dragons enter his body and shit. I, I you uh-huh. know. Uh, the, what does quick, he say when the quickening starts to take him over? Uh, he says three lines of dialogue that I've I never know really everything. I know everything. That's one was, of them. That is. Um, I knows all fought. I can help. Wasn't that the other one? I can yeah. help. Yes, that's what he says on the mountaintop later. Or the yeah. the uh, he says the quickening is overpowering me. I know everything. I am everything. Great. <laughs> it's like it's fantastic. Like it's awesome. <laughs> I just wrote the like I was like he's going to save the whole world now. It's the last thing I have. It's my last note. Because I was confused by it. Yeah, I don't know. And it does say that he can have kids now. Um, so I'm assuming he's going to have children. Um, nope. Got rid of that shit. Yeah. Part two. Fuck that. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, in the end of this movie, which I think was, you know, not necessarily building for a franchise at the end because they tried to they tie you up pretty not, good. They did yeah. not expect yeah. to. It, it made was it all in a perfect bow. Like, he became wanted, mortal. And they had, wanted to make it look like he could settle down with Brenda and have a perfectly human life, but yet somehow affect world leaders and, and make things ever better from Scotland. And yeah. Kumbaya. Do you think Brenda was mad that he gave away all those swords and shit to Rachel? Absolutely, because that was like her whole thing. Like that's all she yeah. wanted was that goddamn sword. She's probably still banging just to get that sword. Like it, you know, like and you know, now she's just like, okay, I'll I'll stay with him for a while. Now I know he's gonna die. Maybe he'll die first. I'll inherit that shit. You know, like she really liked that sword. I'm so angry because I enjoyed Highlander so much, and then I watched it, and I was like. This movie is such hot garbage that I was actually angry that I watched it again because I would have rather lived believing it was still a good movie than actually watching it again and knowing that it's not. Like, I, I know a lot of people still like it, including you, Rego, but it's not a good – like, there's there's so little that's good about it. I mean, there's, there's quotable lines and, you know, happy memories, but the – 
the movie is trash. It's just not good. I, not I, good. I could not disagree more. It's the Queen soundtrack. The Queen soundtrack's good. I, I, I get the Queen soundtrack. You know, the, the, the scenery in Scotland is beautiful. Uh-huh. I feel like Sean Connery's like awesome in it. Con, Sean, you know, Sean Connery is a. It seemed like he was having fun. I can say when I watched him doing yeah. it, it seemed like he enjoyed make it, doing this role and doing it. So you kind of like, you share that enjoyment with him, but the rest of it. See, it I think your problem is you're bogging yourself out too much in the details about like, why are the immortals doing what immortals do? Like, what's the point of this? Okay, so fun. how am I supposed to watch it? Do you want me to you watch, watch these movies? Did you see like lightning? What was that? What was that drug that Michael Jackson was on when he was dead? Pro football or whatever? Do you want yeah, me to like take uh, that shit and then watch these movies and I'll be like, yes, Reagan, they were the best movies I've ever seen because I was half in a fucking I coma and I didn't care about what I was watching because I won't do that. But I don't know if that's genuine. Like. Do I just have to drink more when I watch them, or I, I don't? I don't know the rules. What am I supposed to do? I, I just can't believe you don't think this movie is a great movie. I well, I'm more because I know you were gonna think it's great. I'm more curious where where Rob lines because I think he's gonna think it's still a good movie. I really do. But <laughs> of course he is. Rob is the man of honor. Right, because we trusted on this podcast. Rob's yeah. gonna Rob's right. gonna go with more than nostalgia factor, which we enjoyed it so much as kids, and he's probably seen it. Much more recently before this watch than than I did. So no, you're incorrect about that. I have oh. not seen this movie in forever. Oh really? Okay, I figured oh, you no, watched no, it. Very word no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean there. I mean let's uh, not get crazy. I mean there is a lot wrong with this movie. A lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot. It, I mean, but, not, it's not uh, perfect. It's fun. no. It's no. It's far from a perfect movie, but it does have some fun stuff and. You cannot think about it at all. If you just ride with it, it's all, it's all right. I mean, I still, <laughs> I still enjoyed it. I'm not. It's not a great movie. I'm not gonna say that. It's not. I like this movie. I would still give it a CoSG, but it's it's borderline. <laughs> oh, thank God, that was a close one. <laughs> yeah, I think he's giving the pass. I think it's nostalgia. <laughs> oh, nostalgia definitely plays plays on that. Yeah. It, it, it's a great movie. There you have it. And now, you know, uh, you guys want to discuss a little bit about Sir Sean Connery, you know, who is fantastic in this role. Fantastic, too, in Highlander 2, The Quickening. Again, I told you, I think he enjoyed doing this role. So I, I that, that. I, it's, I wonder how much he got paid for part two. Like, if he got a million for this one to come back. for him. Because he, he was in the, the second one for longer, so he must have got yeah much more money. No I, one is saying this is his best role that he's done. Nah. I mean, that no, no on the list. Hunt for Red October? Yeah, I was going to say on the Mount Rushmore of Sean Connery movies, it would be like The Rock, Hunt for Red October, uh-huh. Indiana Jones, and then... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, James, uh, Bond. Uh, James Bond. James Bond, right? Uh, like, Bond, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like just I mean, any of the Goldfinger, Dr. No, some, one of the, you know, just the James Bond role in general would be, you know, that. Or, you know, I, I don't know. That would probably be the four um, if I had to pick. I probably I, like I don't – when I think of Sean Connery, I don't think of him as James Bond just because when I was growing up, he wasn't Bond. He was no. Mason. You know, he was Ramirez. 
I can't remember what his name was in Hunt for Red October. I was gonna say it would either be for me, and I, you know, you guys can get what you think, but it would either be Hunt for Red October or more than likely Last Crusade would probably be the, yeah. the role that if I'm thinking Andrew about Jones it, that's Senior. yeah, yeah, Jones, Doctor Jones. Um, but I don't know what what do you guys think? I think that would be the one I would put probably. Honestly, even though I harshed a little bit on The Rock when we did The Rock, I still said it was a good movie. It would probably be, for me, it would be uh, Indiana Jones, Hunt for Red October, and then Rock. You know, would probably be the the order for me, you know. There's no League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in there for you, Ryan? No, no, no. I'm not putting that in there. I'm not putting him in in, like, the three seconds. Uh, in the Robin Hood movie where he's the, um, the king, king returning. Yeah. What, what's his name? Um I'm not adding that in there. Um, what about know, Entrapment? Sure. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's doing, you know, they're tested out for the lasers. It's when Catherine Zeta-Jones was like the hottest chick on the planet. I, I think and, I do. I'm annoyed that you don't remember it immediately. I think I've seen it. <laughs> I want to say I think I've seen it. It was like a 90-something movie. Every, like, everyone has seen that scene of Catherine Zeta-Jones, like, Ducking through the lasers. Ass. Yeah, yes, with her ass yes, in the air. Yes. I remember yeah, that. It was in the yes. trailer. But, was yeah, that's a trailer. So whether or not I saw it. It's one of the it, best, I don't know, top ten scenes in film of all I, time. I believe it was on a Circuit City promo loop at some point, that scene, to sell right. TVs. So I've probably seen it a million times. Um, oh, that must have looked great on a big screen. Yeah, yeah. so I don't I don't know if I saw the whole movie, though. But I mean, what's your what's your what's your... Oh, Just Cause was really good. But what's your Connery go? Please tell me that it's not Highlander. But what's your Sean Connery um, go to like number one role? Uh, probably Henry Jones Senior. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, that like, is great. That is great. It's a it's a it's a great role. I it's uh, it. This is also heavily in there. Like with his untimely okay, passing. We'll rank it like I did. We Give your one, two, three. Do Highlander. I mean, all right, Highlander two. I'm trying to think. Hunt for Red October 3, Untouchables 4. Wow. Wait, what? Where, you put Highlander 2 in there? Oh, number 2, not the CD. Yeah. He, he actually <laughs> put <laughs> right behind the last like, oh my goodness. He put I mean, Highlander. It's obviously a movie he's two. in for 10 minutes. I mean, of he's screen in it time. for over 20 minutes of screen and, time. And Highlander? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch. Minutes. I don't think he was in there for that long. I think he, he added it all up. up. Now, he shows up around the 41-minute mark, and uh, he's out around the hour mark. So it's a, it's a solid 19 minutes. Just saying, there's a lot more. There's a lot more screen time in Hunt for Red October. There's a lot yeah. more screen. Yeah, that's know. on there too. Okay. I, I haven't watched the Hunt for Red October in a very long time. Like, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, Hunt I for October's up there. Untouchables, I'd put up there. I mean, I don't know what order, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I totally forgot he was the king in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I mean, he was literally on screen for 35 seconds. Yeah, it was not. But was... doesn't uh, Patrick Stewart play that role in the Men in Tights version? Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, I was confusing though. I was like, I think that's Patrick Stewart. I think you're correct, but then I realized, oh. no, no, <laughs> I'm incorrect. Yeah. I mean, after watching this movie, you know, he'll be missed. Absolutely. I mean, he had such a bad experience on his last movie that he decided to just hang yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Maybe we should watch that movie to see if it's good. Never watched it. It's I watched it a long, long time ago. It's 
it's an interesting premise for a movie. It could probably work with the right people involved. And with the way they're building universes now, I could definitely see it becoming a thing again and, and coming back out. To honor uh, Sean Connery, it's I went to my local store, and I'm not a big scotch drinker. Uh, so they, they, they have to have a beer from Scotland. Scotland has to make their own beer. <laughs> what is the Scottish beer? Did you actually find one? Cause I found one I beer. Scott, right? One yeah. beer. Uh-huh. One beer. They had another one. It was it was sold out. It was an empty shell. I found something called Skull Splitter. Oh, you should have gotten that. I did. I got it right here. Oh. I've been drinking <laughs> the whole podcast. <laughs> How is it? It's pretty good. It's a strong beer, you know. But, you know, I'm glad Scotland makes a beer. I was, I was very upset for a while. I, I was going to have to get, like, uh, some beer from Spain or something. Even, like, try finding oh. an Egyptian beer. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. But I was all over the international section of my local beer store. What are you guys drinking? I just went with the Glenmorangie G uh, scotch, which has been pretty good. It's it's It may have made me say... I don't know, about four or five hundred more F-bombs than I usually do on these podcasts, but, uh, you know, it, it's been pretty well. I think it's, 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 it's been pretty good. Just, you know. Yeah, we might have to ban Ryan right. Ale from this podcast. It, I may have to stick to beer on the podcast is probably, you know, as I'm pouring myself more in this glass. <laughs> Uh-huh. I, think, I think it might be a bad idea, but that's just all I'm saying. <laughs> Rob, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking one of my favorite drinks, uh, Rusty Nail. Delicious. What, your third one? Second. Second? Uh, that's a lot for Rob, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's like 15 for you and me back home. <laughs> but uh, we'd just like to say thank you for coming on this journey with us. It's We're all very saddened by the death. Uh, oh, I have no words. <laughs> But we we hope you guys enjoyed uh, this walk down memory lane of watching a fantastic movie, Highlander. For the good guys, this is Reagan. And as we always say on the Co is G pod, in the end, there can be only one. <laughs> <laughs>